I'm looking at 70 here real soon. And I just had to do something. And aging backwards is exactly the way it feels. In fact, I you probably can't see on this, but I've got hair coming in now that has come all the way down and it's black. And I've never had black hair. <laughs> I went from like light brown to silver. And now I've got black and dark brown. I, I, my hair is starting to get darker again. How do you figure that? Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another amazing episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. In just a moment, you're about to hear an inspiring conversation between myself and one of our Fit Mother program members, Gayla Gibb. Gayla is about to be 70 years young, and I want to emphasize years young because as you're going to hear in this episode, Gayla literally feels like she's aging backwards using this Fit Mother program. Not only has she dropped well over 30 pounds, gained new muscle, she's actually noticing that her hair, formerly like a you know silvery, beautiful color, is actually starting to get dark roots. So her hair is kind of like reverting back to like a previous darker color, and she just feels so much vitality. And I think this is a particularly amazing conversation because we have many fit mothers here on the podcast that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and even 60s. And now we have here Gayla, who's really showing what's possible, knocking on the door of 70 years young. She's snowboarding, keeping up with her grandkids, shoveling snow, chopping wood, doing the workouts. And she's now on a a lifestyle and a way of living that just is sustainable for her. And so this is a good lesson that we're never too old or over the hill to take our health seriously. And as Gayla states at the end of this episode, we're never too old to really love how we look and really reinvent. So without further ado, let's get into some amazing inspiration and just a really good-hearted episode here with Fit Mother, Gayla Gibb. All right, Gayla, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Project Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm I'm excited and nervous. Yeah. <laughs> now I am too. Uh-oh, you know, no. let's be excited and nervous together. Although I do this like often, I got to say one thing just because we're having a fun time. You have one of the most interesting and fun backgrounds that I've ever seen. And I think this will be nice because like, it's just like you, you, you live in a beautiful wood house in Colorado. And I know this, so I don't want to steal the thunder of this episode. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everyone listening, your name, your age, where you're from, and a little bit about your family and what you do for work. Okay. I'm on the south half of 69. So I'll be 70 in June. And my name is Gayla Gibb. And I live in a little mountain town called Pitkin. 9,242 feet, got to get those last 42 feet in, up the mountains. We've been here full-time about 10 years. Uh, We found this place while vacationing with some friends. We were camping. And so for 20 years, we brought our kids up here. They learned how to dirt bike. And we camped along with just dispersal camping out in the wilderness and And finally, we decided, you know what, we really like it here. So we moved here from South Missouri, where we had been living for 30 years raising our kids. So 
9,200 feet up is no joke. I mean, that's like some people's ski mountains, but this is just like where you live. Actually, when we were moving and going back and forth from Missouri to bring our things here, we only had altitude problems once. And we made about every three weeks, we'd make another trip and stay here about a week to unload. And it, it got us once. And altitude problems are, are no joke, but you get through them. A lot of water, a lot of rest. Good. Well, I want to ask you, how did you find this Fit Mother program? I found it because my son was with Fit Father Project, but I didn't know it at the time. I just watched him losing weight and he had dropped about 70 pounds and looked different than I'd ever seen him before. He was a skinny little kid, but as an adult, he was always a bit too much. And he developed muscles and he got fit and trim with a six pack. And, and I'm what, what, how did you do this? Share this with me. And he, he wouldn't do it. And uh, finally, I think I just bugged him enough that he sent me that free first month. Yep. And it's the best thing ever. Yeah. It, it changed my life and some of the people around me. That's really amazing. You kind of like basically segues into my question is like, how has this program changed your life? Tell me about some of the stuff that's changed since you've been following the meal plan, the workouts, the mindset stuff. Well, we, I got, I had kind of been on a weight loss journey right before I started this. I started out the journey. I don't want to get sidetracked too much into history if you want me to go somewhere else, but I started this journey way long ago and really was uncomfortably fat. Right now, I weigh around 145, but at my biggest, I was 228. And that was after having baby number five. And I just couldn't, just couldn't lose it. And, and I tried so many different programs and I would lose it and then gain it right back, even though I'm trying not to. And I was always active. I loved to walk. Uh, in Missouri, we lived a mile and a third from the highway, and I would walk that every day at least once. It just nothing worked. And I had tried everything out there. The one thing that kind of got me started from 200 down to 171 where I started this, my mom moved in with me. And she was elderly, needed a lot of care, and was very difficult to feed. She would sit down to a meal and then ask for something, and I'd have to hop up and go get it. And that happened so often that I decided I just couldn't even eat that way. So I stopped eating with her and decided, you know, this isn't so bad. If I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. And so that kind of became my motto. And that started it from 200 down to 171, but I was stuck and nothing was going anywhere else. And uh, to live here, you kind of have to have an active life. Well, you have to have an active lifestyle if you want to keep up with your kids. And we have three of our five kids that live here. Six of our nine grandkids live here and they're in their teens and, and busy and we do a lot of things together and to keep up, I just needed to do something. And I was tired of always being the slow, the huffer puffer, 
the everybody waits on me. So I just kind of needed to get with it. And then I saw his transformation and begged him for the program. And that was the beginning. Well, I was going to ask you, and this is a nice segue, is like, what were some of your deep motivations when starting? It sounds like part of that was like keeping up with your active family. Did you end up writing a mission statement in your first 30 days and examining some of those deep reasons? I'd love for you to share the inner work you did in the beginning of this program. My mission statement was to live at altitude so I could spend as many years around my kids and grandkids that I can. And and maybe I'll go all the way through. Maybe at some point it'll get too hard. But right now, I I just feel so good. I listened to one of your podcasts that you had done, Glenn Page. Yeah, Glenn Page. Oh, it was great. And he said something that I absolutely didn't have a definition for, but he said aging backwards. He feels like he's been aging backwards. And he's he's in his 50s and wanting to stay fit. I'm looking at 70 here real soon. and. I just had to do something and aging backwards is exactly the way it feels. In fact, I, you probably can't see on this, but I've got hair coming in now that has come all the way down and it's black and I've never had black hair. (laughs) I went from like light Brown to silver and now I've got black and dark Brown. I, my hair is starting to get darker again. How do you figure that? I, I I think it's amazing. And you know, the first thing I noticed when we hopped on is just your energy. Like, like you, t- like if you imagine that, like, I'm going to call you 70, I'm not trying to date you. I know you have a couple of at a time, but it's just really cool to say that. Like, it's amazing just the vitality that you exude, how good your skin looks, the fact that your hair is doing these kinds of things. I mean, it's, it's just a, that's a symptom of you being just healthier internally. And so I want to ask you, seeing that you've You've done different kinds of programs. What was different about this? Was it the nutrition? Was it the exercise? Or like, what do you think were some of the big reasons why this has been so effective to you relative to other things you've tried? Well, it is the nutrition and the exercise for sure. Uh, It's also the support that you get. You know, no one... You, you can't say anything about any problems you're having and have somebody agree, yeah, you're, you're doomed. Everyone is supportive and everyone just keeps you going. Uh, but the, the food, I really liked and appreciated getting to choose my own foods and within the parameters. And uh, that, that is so easy to do. And uh, the exercise was needed. I was worried about it because living up here, one of the things we do is firewood, (laughs) a lot of firewood. And uh, one summer we were cutting firewood and I was picking up the chunks and flinging them into the back of the pickup truck. And I got tendonitis in both bicep tendons. And that hurt so badly that it kind of stopped all activity almost. So I didn't know if I could do this or not because of my shoulders. But mostly, I just persevered and and didn't, if it hurt, I would be cautious. But if it didn't hurt much, I'd just keep going. And I have discovered that 
the exercises, the workouts actually lessen the pain, strengthen my shoulders to where I don't have to worry about as much. I don't have to worry that I'm going to blow them again, that I'm going to hurt them again, because I think I'm just a lot stronger. I do. I have muscles. It's really fun to have muscles for the first time. I bet it is. Yeah. And I mean, and functional strength. I mean, you're doing swings, you're doing squats, you're doing shoulder presses, rows. I mean, this is certainly stuff that translates to shoveling lots of snow and chopping wood. And that's got to be a big part of your lifestyle, not just now, but when you're 75, when you're 80. I've got 10 inches of snow on my hot tub. So that's my next thing today is go shovel that deck again. Good amount of exercise, like baked into, you know, living where you live. All right. So I'm curious, what do you eat? Like what works for you? I think it's so fun for me to get like a snapshot of different people's lives, like where you're at. Like what does your nutrition look like on a regular basis using your adaptation uniquely of the Fit Mother meal plan? Right now it's a little different because I met my goal so long ago and I have maintained this pretty well. And and if I see the scales moving, I adjust and and do better and keep it below my goal. So I'm I'm happy with it. So what worked for you for weight loss and what worked for you now? I'd love but I think both would be really valuable for people to hear. Yeah, for for the weight loss, uh I do the workouts, have a shake for lunch. I've never been that much of a breakfast eater. I'd rather start at noon. So fasting until noon was not a problem ever. And I would have a shake that would wear off hunger-wise around three. So I might have a sliced apple and some almonds. And then just the the perfect plate of lean protein, a vegetable, and maybe a little bit of carb. And uh, my favorite carb is sweet potatoes. My husband doesn't like them. So we have to do a variety of things. But uh, that's basically it. I like salad, but... I also like salad dressing, so you have to have moderation on that. (laughs) (laughs) So, but we still do that. Uh, Sometimes now that I'm at my goal, we'll we'll just go all out and have pizza. But if the scales show something I don't like the next day, then I'm right back on that lean. In fact, right now I'm thawing lean chicken. I've got green beans out, and uh, that'll be supper. Well, it seems so like really actually super simple. You fast. You fast because you feel good. When you want to lose weight, you make sure you have that light breakfast with the shake. Keeps you full for three, four hours. You have a healthy non-processed snack, fruit and nuts, something like this. And then you have a perfect plate. And you don't have to think about it too much. And it tastes pretty good. Also, like I just think... And I'm sure you've seen this in your experience. Like One, certain people just don't feel like they need to eat as much. But two, as we age, it feels good sometimes to only have one big meal a day. And like, it seems like it works better on the digestive track. And I don't know if that's been your experience. It sounds like you do like fasting quite a bit. I do. I did try to do a two-day fast and and got sidetracked because we got invited out to dinner. Uh, You know, up here in the winter, especially, the big social thing is getting together to eat. And uh, you've really got to pay attention to what you eat doing that because it is crucial. And another thing that kind of sabotages things and slows down progress with our lifestyle is that every Saturday night we have a potluck that we go to. And sometimes I really behave, other times I don't. 
But that just means really uh, Sunday morning, Sunday for sure, I have to be careful. Monday, I have to be careful. By Tuesday morning, I'm always down again, right to where I wanted to be. So you just can't, you can't let overindulging at a potluck, for example, just totally derail you. You just purpose to get right back on it. Yeah. What you said was really a great insight though. It's like, this is a regular rhythm in your social circle and like what you do. So just knowing that sometimes you may go big at the potluck, other times it may be a little tighter, but you know, those next couple of days are crucial to recreate that good momentum, probably get back to the lighter shake and then you're right back on track. And so you mm-hmm. know what to do. That's really cool. Yeah. It, and it's easy to do. No complications. Okay. I want to know about what some of the biggest challenges that you overcame in this program. Like whether it was like physically with the workouts, something mindset wise, logistics with traveling. What are some things that you overcame with this program? Well, right off the bat, it's funny you should mention traveling. Right off the bat, three weeks into this, we had to travel. And we were gone for about three weeks, I think. So we packed, we got a big cooler that was a very good brand. And we packed it full of all the healthy foods that we wanted to take. We just kind of cleaned out the refrigerator, the freezer, packed it all in there. And it it takes two days to get, we, we drug it into the motel room. We ate our own supper in the motel room. We, we did our workouts in the motel room. We, cause my husband was doing this with me at the time. And then uh, when we got to our friend's house where we were staying for uh, a couple of the weeks that we were gone, uh, of course, we unloaded everything. They gave us our own refrigerator. We, we unloaded everything. And then I dragged my friend to the grocery store and we bought all the proper foods to do fit mother. And she's very overweight. And because she has had some health issues that really would have prevented her from doing what she needs to do would like to do. But I was pretty persnickety about the perfect plate. And she wanted to lose weight too. So she was interested and we bought the food and then I would fix our meals and we'd all four eat those meals. And then we, Tom and I would work out. She and her husband would come down and watch us work out. I thought maybe they would join and and do it, but they, they didn't. They have a lot of health issues right now, maybe someday. But uh, we persisted. And then uh, for one of those weeks we were gone, we had to live in a motel. We were at a cherry blossom festival, which is a historic thing that Marshfield, Missouri has. And in the hotel, we had our own meals. We had the exercise room. We, we did, we just kept it up because I didn't want to get sidetracked and sabotaged just three weeks in. So we really, and I look back, I have this, I wrote on a calendar every, every morning I would write my weight down. So I kind of tracked my journey today in reminiscing about how fast this happened. And there were ups and downs, but in 13 weeks, I had lost the 22 pounds I needed to lose and uh, went a little further than that for a buffer zone. And I like having a buffer zone. So I may go even further down to have more of a buffer zone, but in the winter up here, it's a little, 
it's a little hard. It's uh, you really got to purpose the exercise, but we do. Well, I think that's a not to like you said a lot of beautiful things there, but also just the seasonal aspect, I think is a good insight, especially if you live somewhere cold, like where you're at. Yes. You have some outdoor shoveling and like maintenance stuff like firewood or moving that or whatever. But like in the summer, you're going to be so much more active. I'm sure it's one of the most beautiful places to live in the summer. I do my workouts on the back deck. Nice. I bet that's good for the mind, body, and spirit for sure to be out in beautiful mm-hmm. nature like that. Do you have any stories of any like what we call NSVs, non-scale victories? Like what have your kids or your grandkids said if they've seen you on this journey? Anyone that you visited that's seen you go through this? I mean, you made a pretty profound physical change, especially for those who knew you when you were 220 let alone 171. Mm. I mean, any non-scale victories or stories that you think are fun that you'd like to share? Well, I have, I have some negative input that I, I didn't probably, it might be just me, but I, I didn't appreciate people all of a sudden noticing because it was kind of all of a sudden in the winter, you're isolated here. Everybody stays in their houses and we might get together for meals, but then, you know, you're not out in the, seeing everybody every day like we do in the summer. And so when uh, summer hit and I had lost all this weight, unbeknownst to most people, I got called skinny one too many times and I almost got angry. So I didn't really enjoy the reactions from people. Maybe other people would really feel good about him. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> is that your husband? I don't know if anyone could hear that in the background, but yeah. <laughs> I think your husband is happy about the changes and like, that's a good kind of skinny, but Hey, it's, it's the reality. Yeah. Did you show him the guns though? Did you show him the guns? You didn't show him the guns. I don't know if I had the okay. guns quite Yeah, I do now, but I think some of the major non-scale victories are being able to snowboard with my grandkids and not be holding everybody back because I'm huffing and puffing and having to sit down. And I'm still slower than everybody else because I don't like speed, but I, I was able to do it, able to do it really well. I believe it. I do believe it. Yeah. You're smart snowboarder. Cautious. You know, I actually, you know, not to side rail this conversation, but you're not too, I guess you're kind of far from Durango, Colorado, but I almost lost my leg on skis in Durango, Colorado. Bad accident. So I understand being cautious on snow sports, but also really cool that I'm going to say 70 just because I think it's so impressive. And you're like my fitness hero that you have the strong legs to be able to go down the slopes at 70 and keep up with your grandkids. Amazing. Well, they're so much stronger now. I, you know, imagine where I was at 200 and I was, I was snowboarding then. I, I was an abysmal skier. I, I would wipe out and block the entire slope so nobody could get past me. And so when I was 52, I determined that, okay, this wasn't working for me. And if I'm going to keep up with my kids, I'm going to learn to snowboard. And it was brutal. We lived in Missouri, not here. So learning to snowboard took years, but it was worth it. It was, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I've, I've got seven year olds now that are on the slopes with me and that's, that's really fun. That's cool. I want to ask you, where do you see yourself in like five to 10 years? So like maybe we're knocking on the door of like your 80th birthday. Like what's the vision you have for yourself and your health and your life at this point? 
it's hard to envision 80 for me because to me, 80 has always been decrepit. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm hopeful it won't be for me because like I said, I'm, I, it's like an aging reverse. It, it, and, uh, if I could keep this up, people that, it sounds weird to say it about myself, but people that make me think I'm 55 and, uh, that's fine. I just seem to stay that way. That in five, in 10 years, they probably won't think I'm 55, but I hope so. I hope that it's still that way. Yeah. Maybe 65. Well, you know, like I think strength training is like the fountain of youth. It's one of them, no doubt. And now that you found a certain love for lifting weights and doing these exercises and maintaining strength, like I see the trajectory you're on and it's like, it's inspiring. I'm really excited for you. But it is fun. All right. So, I have some questions. What's some advice you have for some new ladies who are starting out on the program? So I want to first ask you that. Well, the most important thing is the food plan. And it's not complicated. Uh, You can make it that way if you want to, but you don't have to. It's very, very simple. And your lists of the website is crucial that your lists of food ideas, your lists of meal ideas, they really helped me in the beginning. Now it's all habit, so it's I don't have to, but but in the beginning is, you know, compared to so many other plans I've done, this is just so simple, and uh, so the food prep is the the most important thing. You can't buy the foods you're not supposed to eat and expect to stay out of them, so you just don't you don't go there, and just have enough on hand. You can because I'm a spontaneous meal planner. So I have a I have this list of stuff I we eat all the time, and so that's what I have on hand. And then I just pick and choose at the last minute, half the time, to fix a meal. And uh, but it's important that you have the right things in your house and stick with that. Other and also I think a big thing for me has been the water and the fasting. And I've always been a water drinker. I love drinking water. And so it wasn't hard for me to, I've always had a quart of water when I wake up and then I'll have a quart of water before lunch and I'll have a quarter, a quart of water before supper and another quart of water before bed. And, uh, that's what keeps me feeling good. And fasting. Oh yeah. I love the fasting. Uh, sometimes I don't make it all the way to supper, but that's my goal and just fast from supper to supper and have one meal a day. Cause that is plenty for me. Even with all the activity, I regularly go up to my daughter's house and we'll walk our dogs around the circle of town for twice around is, is almost three miles. And I don't have a hard time just one meal a day, even doing that and the workouts. It's, yep. it feels good to me. Sometimes I'll, I'll eat lunch and, Sometimes I won't eat till three and have a snack and then I'm good till supper. I think fasting is a good thing to look into and push yourself to do it. My daughter-in-law, who is also a fit mother, told me that if you get hungry on a fast, eat a pickle. It'll take it away. <laughs> That's good. So I like it. <laughs> try that. <laughs> the pickle trick. Yeah, Everyone take notes. <laughs> I don't know how she found that, but the pickle trick. So those are important. I've, I've The Facebook group is really interesting. I'm not much of a share it all person. And so 
it took me a long time to venture onto the Facebook page. But I find that I do enjoy reading people's stories and I enjoy offering whatever little bit of advice I might have and or support. Mostly you just need to be supportive, I think, encouraging people. So that's that's good. Non-scale victories, I don't know. Uh, probably scale victories have to be part of that too. Is I really enjoyed uh, ditching my size 12s and ditching my size 10s. And then I had to ditch my size 8s. I thought I would never be smaller than an 8. But now my some of my size 6s are loose. So that's a victory. So you're trying to say this program's expensive as you got to like get new clothing. Well, the trick is don't go to the most expensive store until you're sure you're done losing. That's a good just, idea. Just yeah. go to the cheapies and don't <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I like that. Well, that was a lot of great advice and I think it's like I love to just kind of recap because I think there's a couple highlights there. One thing I loved you shared is nutrition is the key. So you need to have some kind of prep ritual. But what I love that you shared is you still have flexibility. Like you keep things on hand for many perfect plates, but then you just kind of like slot in. The other thing is like, we know hydration is so key for feeling good. You intentionally drink a big bolus of water before these meals, morning, before this, and then, you know, before dinner and then after dinner. And I think that... It's probably why you're so consistent because it's like a habit. It's like an anchor. You drink your water, you have your meal. And I think that was that was brilliant. And then the scale victories, non-scale victories, so many good stuff. I want to ask you more just generally, do you have any best advice or words of wisdom that you like to live by or like to share or you think is super wise, maybe related to fitness, but it probably is just related to life in general? Oh dear. I think you have some humility. That's a good that's a good thing. Your muscles. Well, I have enjoyed my muscles. I do enjoy my muscles. That's good. Now. I never had muscles. It's good to have muscles as you age. Yes. Well, and I, I like a bikini figure. I mean, maybe at 70 you're not supposed to wear bikinis, but I can ear in my own creek if I want to. And uh that's been fun. Well, I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. And I'll and I'll just say it's like it's great to feel proud and happy in your own skin yeah. in every decade. And that's so new and, to me because I right. have spent my whole entire adult life. Well, even as a child, I, I was constantly criticized for my body, even though it was fine. But later on as an adult, I just have been, it, it's been awful until this. And I was kind of kind of sad my, my mom wasn't still alive to see that it it all ultimately worked out. I, <laughs> I am finally fit. <laughs> That's great. She was naturally skinny her whole life. So she had no sympathy for someone that wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And I think it's like never too late to become the best version of yourself and to reinvent and to do new things. I'm very impressed by you, Gayla. You inspire me deeply. I'll turn over the floor one last time. If there's any shout outs you have for anyone on our team who's helped you, anyone in the community that you find inspiring or just anything else you'd like to share in closing, because this has been an amazing conversation. Oh, I have so enjoyed Trina, I, you know, in, in getting the, the podcast organized, which I got new headphones and they somehow they wouldn't connect. So it still worked out. She's great. I, For sure. Amy has reached out several times and answered all the questions and she's just wonderful. And, and after 
listening to who's Glenn. Glenn is her husband. Lee Lee Spock is Amy's husband. Oh, but his, his was the, his was the run right after Spock, Glenn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's her yeah. husband. And that, that's amazing. Cause I've never seen Amy, uh, but I hear she's on this journey too. And uh, yeah, she lost like a hundred pounds herself. Oh, that's amazing. Wonderful. But you have to, you have to really stick to it, which is what I like about the lifetime option. Once you buy in, you're more committed, I think, than if you don't. And you see that it is a lifetime. It is a, a, a lifestyle that you don't want to give up because it is too addictive to feel this good. And to have this much energy, some of those workouts are so hard. Um, peak 11, that's a dirty word to me. I hated that workout. I was so happy to switch and go back to my uh, triple crown. That's my favorite, triple crown. I love that one. But it's just the harder the workouts are, the more energy you get for the rest of the day. And that just doesn't even make sense. But it's what happens. And uh, I would just encourage everybody to, if you fall off the wagon, so to speak, it's just a matter of a couple of days to get yourself situated again and stick with the food plan and try fasting, keep that water up, and also to do the workouts as well as you can. And don't beat yourself up if, if your day gets away from you and there's nothing left of it to do one. The next day you can do one. Just keep yourself on track. Cause it's a long term. It's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a long race. Mm -hmm. Such great advice. Gayla, thank you for coming on today and making the time. This is like a pleasure. I, you brought me great joy just getting to hear your voice, see your story, get to know that your hair can turn dark again when you get healthy. And, and, and it's just like so cool to see. So Appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And uh, I'll be looking forward to communicating again. Thanks so much, Gayla. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.